0: Let's play that song. Yeah, play go. that funky jam. It's terrible.
1: Isn't it? It's called Surf Shimmy. Surf Shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hey. like, uh, sounds like uh, the uh, Love Shack guy. Oh my god. Love Shack. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> that guy.
1: Hey everybody, welcome Is to he the show. still alive? I don't know. All right, welcome to Basement Boys 2, everybody. Uh, We are here. We are here. Live. Again. No. no. Get used to it. Get get used to it.
0: Uh, Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Basement Boys 2. Uh, Plugs?
1: Yeah, let's get it out of the way. BasementBoys2.com is the website where you'll find... uh, all of the episodes of the show and the ability to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, still working on a couple others, getting yep. those uh, put in there. iTunes, the big one. If you're going to subscribe on iTunes, if you've got an iPhone, please just go out to the pay or out to the iTunes and out to the iTunes <laughs> and uh, give us a five star uh, rating. Yes. Make sure you check us out on Twitter as well at Yonimus And Prime, a dishonest review at Basement
0: Boys Two at Quackswan, and of course, make sure you check out our weekly program, the sports program. That's right. At klcz.com, and klcz88.9, this feels weird, klcz88.9, and of course, you can also listen to us on the TuneIn app, and you can watch us on Facebook Live, which seems to be our biggest success actually is facebook live it's all so far can, so good yeah. and yeah. joining us this week is actually uh quack swan from uh sports program fame and other fame actually that's actually why i was thinking about it today yeah i'm pretty well-rounded these days i, I was thinking I feel like about that it today. song needs
1: to be bedded uh, by the way somebody we just need to bed it for me entire-
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other for over 10 years that's correct uh, because so I started the show. I started Basement Boys two just after I got divorced. Basement Boys one. Day, Basement Boys one just after I got divorced. So that was in two thousand eight.
1: Well, right? no, early two thousand nine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's right.
0: So I've known you since before I was married because we were in a band together.
2: Yeah, I still had hair when I knew you. I you still, still had hair? Him first. Hair on his head.
0: Yeah. Not on the face so much. I got rid of a lot of that recently, too. You did. Yes, you did. So so I've known you since circa two... What year did you graduate? Oh, seven. So I've known you since
2: before then. I had to think about that. I did not remember when I graduated.
0: Were you a junior when you joined the band, or were you a senior? I was going into my senior year when going I Going into your the senior so year. So was a sophomore. So I think we started ASD in 2006 This was when, like, guys wearing face makeup was still a thing It was, and I did that So circa 2006, so we've been friends for for about 12 years you, Now you said
1: it was still a thing I mean, I guess what uh, It was never a thing for, for me, 2006 well, or any other year Well, the, um, this was the, so
0: you have to yeah, keep right. So we were a part of the music scene, though, in Lewiston I gotcha and, uh, and that was when all so the guys face were
1: makeup makeup equals like oh, all street the, cred.
0: Well, all the guys were wearing, uh, that was when they were wearing girl pants at the time. Right. I, I couldn't wear girl pants physically. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I couldn't go into fashion bug and be like, do you have any pants for great big friend people? <laughs> like it wasn't a thing like a, uh, so I, I didn't I didn't, I couldn't do that, uh, but I did for one of the shows two two of the shows maybe I think I wore I wore face makeup, I wore yeah. eye I makeup.
2: I want to say it was colored the or
0: first was spoon. it just
1: like eyeshadow? Well,
0: so I did it I did it kind of what I thought was a funny thing of it. So everyone I think I've seen that picture. guys at the time were wearing eyeliner, and I didn't want to wear eyeliner. Uh, I actually have never worn eyeliner because I I can't get that thing. Uh, I had to. Do, yeah, you, I hear you. Did, yeah. You did theater, right? Yeah, yeah. So I remember in junior high, I did theater, and they were doing that. They did eyeliner for all those plays, so they could see your eyes better when you're on stage. And I remember, yeah, I would suck. Boy, bad. they would touch, just get close to my eye, and I'd be like, nope, <laughs> couldn't do it. So yeah. what I thought would be funny is I was like, I'm not gonna do eyeliner. So I wore, I had my mom. <laughs> I had my mom give me like eye makeup, like eyeshadow. I was like, I was like, no, no, no this is really cool. And uh, <laughs> I also, but I also did think it was really funny. I wanted because yeah. I thought it was funny. Because everyone was wearing eyeliner, guy liner, remember? This is like, this is like uh, 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 my chemical romance time. Uh, okay. So, 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 yeah.
1: So everyone this was wearing. Was, uh, by liner. then, I was working like. Right, a job. Well, yeah, I was no, too. Well, yeah, I know, but I was also, my, all I've aban- I'd, I'd abandoned all of my. Oh, okay. And I'd become very judgmental. So I wore I I wore not I not the because I couldn't do that. I wore
0: I I had I had my mom put face makeup on me like eyeshadow, uh-huh. and I was like, make me pretty. And she's like, well, <laughs> do you want? It? And she's like, do you want it to be like, like do you want it to look like like you know I don't know. Like, cool. And I'm like, no, I want it to look like a lady's makeup, like, on my face. And my mom's like, seriously? I'm like, yes. And I thought that was really funny to go do that. But as it turns out, it ended up not being very funny because people, people were like, oh, he's just being super serial wearing face of makeup. And I'm like, well, I thought it was really funny, though.
1: Uh, so you're going for laughs, but it didn't quite get the. same. Well, I mean,
0: well, or, well, not even necessarily the band that laughs, we were in was kind of for laughs, anyways. It was for it, f- f- it was f- a yeah. lot of
1: fun. I mean, it was
0: just a it was a goofy time. Uh, so we were in a band called Asdy, the Adam Solv and Derek Yon Experience, and boy was it an experience. We, we didn't hear- have a drummer. We did not have a drummer. We had a laptop that we set that we gave a spot in the middle like a drummer. And uh, we made the drum beats on Fruity Loops. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, and then Adam played his bass guitar. And then we had a keyboard. Right. That Zach played.
2: Yeah, I actually learned how to play keyboard after I was in this band.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I learned to well, play piano no, after. so
0: Adam and I came up, basically we came up with like a hook for a few songs. Mm-hmm. Just one thing. And then we're just like, just play this over and over again. And you did. You yeah. did well. I, I mean, it was, honestly, the music wasn't. It's not good, <laughs> but it, it could have been a lot worse. Right. But I don't know that we were ever in it because we, were, we wanted to be actual musicians. It was just a lot of fun. It was awesome to do, yeah. And what was really cool about it is because he was in high school, and so was Pat Riddle who did it, and he played guitar. Um, what was really cool about it is because they were in high school still, we ended up playing three or four shows that were absolutely packed. And we played with bands that we should not have been able to play with, but because we knew the right people, basically Ray, mm-hmm. yeah, we were able to play these shows that we should not have been invited to play. <laughs> we only had, I think, our, the most songs we played one night was six songs. Yeah, I don't remember ever playing more than five. No. Our first, our first show was three. Our first show was three songs that we learned to play. And by the way, every single show that we played, we had to relearn to play those songs.
2: <laughs> yeah, because we usually didn't practice them until we didn't like practice beforehand.
0: No, and then I remember remember the first... So the first show we played, we played three songs, and we got invited to do another show, and we're like, shit. Like, we didn't think it was going to happen. We didn't think we were going to get asked to play more. So then we're like, okay, we will. And then Adam was like, I need to go write
1: some songs. <laughs> Did you record any of this at the time?
0: Yeah, it's all on, like, MySpace. Uh, the Three of the songs are on our old MySpace page, which I... Uh, not recently but two years ago was trying to get the password to, to delete it, to go get rid of it <laughs> off the internet. It doesn't but, belong there Yeah, No, but here's the thing. It's so old that I don't remember, not only do I not remember the password to the email Is that, that like I use. Is like a player
1: that's on there? Just a player, like an audio yeah. player?
0: I don't remember the, I, not only do I not remember the password to the email that made the MySpace, I don't remember the email Address that I use to make the MySpace, so it's unrecoverable.
1: And even if you knew the email address, you might not have that email address to have the password. No, it's beyond gone. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know the recovery password uh, email. Right. Like I don't. It's gone. So that is just stuck there, stuck there in the lexicon, for
1: (laughs) in the echelon forever. I don't, I'm, despite my best, I'm slightly motivated right now to like search it, but it's it's, it's too much. It'd be too much work right now, but I think I'm going to find it. There are people who absolutely loved it
0: and that's fun. That's fun that they loved it. There's also people who absolutely hated it. There's people, there's more people who hated it than loved it. (laughs) Yeah. I actually, I'm one of the ones that hate
2: it, by the way, I legitimately like left our first show. And heard people outside just openly, right in front of me, just talking about how bad it was. Oh like, yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, What's yeah. the page name?
0: Oh, don't even do it. I don't. I don't even. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't tell you if you held a gun to my <laughs> head. Yeah. If you held a gun to my head and asked me what it was, I
1: couldn't tell. How you. would? How do you even work on MySpace now?
0: I didn't even know you could still just go there.
1: Yeah, that doesn't Justin Timberlake own it. I don't. I have <laughs> That's no a Great question. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That, that was not hard it. for
0: him to do. That was a lot easier than I thought it would be. It's really bad. I don't want to hear it. But he um, didn't take me to the page. Somebody took... So this is a funny thing. Uh, this guy I know, Payton. Mm-hmm. You know Payton, right? Yeah. I'm he, proud of Payton. Shout out to Payton. When I first met Payton, um, and I was really by her at the time. I don't give a shit now. And actually, I think he's absolutely right. He. Uh, do you remember AOL Instant Messenger? Please don't, yes oh, please don't, they're so bad just just the taste <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only no, reason no, why the, the, I quit the show
0: the music the now keep in mind the music was actually like Adam was actually Adam's very talented actually, yeah, right Adam can play can play music and he has a good ear for it. Uh, the part that I hate mo- most about it is the vocals, which is what I did. I should have used this opportunity since we're on MySpace to plug my old uh, Facebook re- or hip hop page that I had on MySpace. Oh yeah, Beat Kids. Shout out to Beat Kids. Shout out to Beat Kids. Um, but so uh, Payton had. Do you remember? So AOL Instant Messenger, and you could leave it have a uh, like an info thing, mm-hmm. like on your pro- profile or whatever. I can't remember how it worked, but you could click on a thing and look at the info. And he had taken—I don't know how he—he he must have typed it out. There's like 10, not very many lyrics to one of the songs. He put the lyrics in his profile, in his thing. I remember. And then when afterwards, was a thing. and then afterwards, put worst song ever. And I was—you know—I was twenty, uh, I mean twenty-one, maybe. I remember I was butthurt about it. But now, Peyton, hey, by the way, you're in the right on this one. It's a fucking garbage <laughs> song. You know, 33-year-old Derek can look back at that and
2: be very ashamed. I've been it. friends with Peyton for a while now, and I actually never knew that he had heard us. So now
0: knowing that, I feel like our friendship really started off on a rocky road. It really did. He hated it. And he had every right. Because actually, he's and he's a de Well, I don't know now. I don't think he does anything. He still now. makes music. Does he still? Absolutely. Um, and of course, I listened to his and I was like, fuck you. Like, this sucks. But I mean, it was actually, it's, it's actually really good. Yeah, it he's really. super talented. No, it. he's really talented he knows he knows if he if we were to have a conversation he knows about all of this i was a pissy little pissant i also dated a girl who went and dated him right afterwards so i was a pissy little pissant about it and it, you know i already hated i already hated him anyways because of that and then like i got to know him and then i was like ah he's he's like he's fucking cool
2: yeah i made him like me um he started coming over to my house because my roommate at the time asher uh Uh was really good friends with him and every time i'd see him i'd just go hey do you want to take a shot with me and then i'd just bring him to the kitchen and take a shot with him and i would just do that periodically like every 15 minutes that i'd see him and over like the course of a couple months yeah uh we didn't didn't even realize like how we had met anymore at that point we just realized that if we saw each other we were going to take a shot and we were friends
0: it's like you trained him yeah i conditioned uh, him he was conditioned conditioned it sounds it's a little terroristy but I'm, I'm cool with
2: it. It's like the you like you waterboarded with him, him with from him the in.
0: office. Yes, and he, he just eventually reaches for it. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, my mouth. Uh my mouth? Yeah, well, uh,
1: we're either we're either really lucky right now that it may, this maybe this computer it doesn't probably doesn't have the bandwidth to handle doing more than one <laughs> thing at a time. But MySpace um, is probably trash too. So well, it, yeah, it says it's trying to connect to like. Uh, some other website well the gods have that's blessed tied you to my space.
0: the gods have blessed you and the listeners today by not allowing this to happen i was literally sitting
2: over here with my um fingers under the trendy. table like cross like please god my mom's <laughs> gonna be
0: listening to this my show i'm already so sorry puckered. to my
2: mother and i haven't even done anything my wrong butt yet. is
0: so puckered right now i do not want this to play <laughs> i'm having like a mini anxiety attack
1: this all is right, like the, this right. is like
0: the thing. This is like the thing that I uh, like. If I date somebody and my cousin Pat, <laughs> you know Pat Schneider, my yes. cousin, he goes, "Hey, we should listen to Asdy," and I'm like, "Will you kindly shut up and not bring it up?" <laughs> I, I actually have every one
2: of our songs uh, saved on my computer. I was like thinking this this entire time, like we don't even have to go to the internet. You really find. have? Do you have the ones even that we didn't put on with no vocals? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, I have all of it. I would like those. You can have them. <laughs> I mean, I can keep them too. That's how they. Well, no. The only works. reason the only reason why I would like those because I think I think Adam would love to hear them. Yeah, actually, I feel like me and him had like a conversation one night yeah. about this. Adam, so so Adam Sullivan, who is one of the producers for Time Spent Poorly, who's got he's the one that got our Time Spent Poorly shows on the internet, like uh, for video quality, used overlays, good stuff. Uh, He's the one that wrote all the music for, it. and and he's uh, he was most underutilized member of the band Hollow Traces because he learned how to play bass to be in that band because his stepbrother was in it, and in Cody Asher, yep. Yeah. So he so he learned how to play bass to do that, and then. Basically that band disbanded and Adam and I had be- become good friends and we're like, "Oh, hey, let's just do our own." And we were just like, let's just do let's just dick around and just make these stupid songs. Um, how did we act- do we actually we met at a show though. No, you know where we met? Where did we
2: <sighs> We met at Kiwanis Park. We did and uh kyle scott was talking about how much he loved you guys like he was like your only fan
0: that existed in the world he was uh he yes that's true that's right we met at kiwanis park and uh hit it off immediately though right so what happened the
2: night before i met you though um i was hanging out with kyle for like the first time ever where i actually like hung out with him and got along with him and we're hanging out and he's like, you need to listen to this song. And he shows me you guys it and stuff terrible. on It's terrible. And he li- literally plays it. He's, like, drunk. He literally plays it, like, five times in an hour. Five times in an hour. <laughs> no one wants to down. hear a good song five times in an hour. <laughs> and, and he's playing this song five times in an hour. And he's like, oh, and, it's he, bad. And, and then the next day I see Derek, and he's like, you got to meet him. Here's the guy. Like, oh, like a, it's bad. Like, he's starstruck over, like, just a regular friend. And it was had. just
0: fun. And it <laughs> And we were only just messing around. Just me- it, a lot. Of, we had we had like this weird following, though. A weird following. It was just. A, it was like a friendly following, though. It wasn't. Nobody actually liked it, with the exception of Kyle Scott. He liked it. With the exception of him, there's no accounting for the good taste. With the exception of him, nobody liked it. Um, but, but because of who you are, and we have a lot of friends, people just kept going to the shows and asking us to play more shows. And I think even Ray saw the value in the amount of fun that people had when we, when we played a show, because it was at least fun. We were having fun. We weren't serious about it at all. Yeah. Good times. You know how you can tell it's
2: like, it wasn't good though. This is how I know because when you're in a good band, it doesn't matter like who you are or what you look like. It leads to like getting laid. And this was the opposite for me.
0: No, this might have been the reason why I d- didn't get laid.
2: Yeah, I think I think it was a huge like cock blocker for <laughs> let's all of be us. Friends,
0: but, let's just be friends. Yeah, no, it was like it was I... like it was like the, like the neckbeard of music. Like it was just the, the, we got friend zoned. Yeah, it was, I was like, like no, he, Zach's a really nice guy. He's real, he's, That's he's what they think nice. when they listen. He's to He's pretty. Shut
1: that cute band he plays in. Terrible.
0: A lot of fun though. And then we met Pat. And then you knew Pat already. Pat was in another band I'd seen them play, and I thought he was a, I thought he was just a funny kid, you know. He's he's hilarious, and so I was like, "Hey, let's get him too." Yeah, whatever. and then we played shows, it's and nice. just had fun, good times. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, I mean, I think basically just we basically just you know got bored of it essentially.
2: I think that's how it is with like every like hobby that I pick up. I I'll, I'll do <laughs> it a couple of times. It's like a rush the first few times and then I find something. You know, the
0: only yeah. hobby that I haven't really gotten bored of is podcasting and that and the like. And, and, yeah. it, and it's maybe because it's so effortless. I mean, sports program is pretty effortless.
1: Right. We meet once a week. We talk about what we like. It takes a minimal amount of effort to to do it because we're still doing like we've said before, we're still using ten-year-old equipment. Right. Yeah. I mean, and getting by just, just fine. fine. Yeah.
0: And it, yeah, I mean, it's that's probably the only hobby. Because even after Basement Boys, I did types poorly forever, and you know, I just I didn't get bored then. I mean, I would get bored on my own show. I would start my show sports or no, it'd be a sports program. It'd be Derek the Derek Yon program podcast for listening.
1: Yeah, the Derek Yon experience. And the Derek while, Young yeah.
0: experience. Yeah, I mean, I would start a new one, do like three episodes, and then shit can it. And then, you know, I'd get bored of that. But it's way more fun with, with other people who are, you know, know what they're doing, I guess. That's probably the big thing. People who know what they're doing.
1: The group setting makes it enjoyable.
0: I haven't gotten bored of, of doing the sports show even one time. No, I like it more. Every day. I, I, I look like for, it. I look for like Wednesday is my favorite day of the Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday block of doing this show and doing sports program are my favorite days of the week. Cause it's like, Oh cool. I'm going to go do
1: this thing, which is minimal effort and a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And well, you're doing basically kind of three shows actually. Cause you're doing that, this show yeah. and then a uh, stranger show. Yeah. With this kid. Uh, fun.
0: Good stuff. So yeah, I mean it's 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 great. Like those that blocks like my favorite time. Wednesday, I know Wednesday rolls around, and I'm like just like waiting to get off work to go do
1: that show. So it's awesome, and they're yeah. all different in terms of they're the. I mean they're all they're basically radio shows. Yeah, I but mean, it's they're the all same. different in yeah, terms of different format, different format. Fun, yeah. So
0: I, I definitely I'm I'm surprised over the years that we've known each other. You haven't gotten into podcasting, but. You always, you always you always have a lot going on though too i always do
2: too many things but i like podcasting i wish i would have started doing it sooner it's like with stand-up i wish i would have started doing it
0: sooner i know you're natural do you, you listen to that? i listened yeah i liked it yeah
1: um good stuff that was really i'm good. still working on i still gotta carve out the time to uh cut those up and put them into their yeah. own but uh, they'll deals. be on they'll be on the website they'll be on the website eventually yeah, yeah. um Um, but
0: yeah the year that was your first time though it was really good
2: yeah someone listened to it
0: it's super it'll be
2: online short someone sent me a video that they did of it and uh, first of all it was a huge file to send someone (laughs) i think they sent it to me over like google drive or something so i gotta wait for that for a while
0: (laughs) well i brought that mini hd with me and it didn't get it just wasn't very good quality unfortunately
2: does it still exist though
0: Oh, it is it yeah it's still out there I mean it's still I mean it's on the the mini HD just the quality ended up being very good
1: you talking about the audio recording that you did
0: no I did I did a uh, you I did a video we brought uh, one of those mini HDs you remember those you you had one too I thought oh the is that what they're called that's why I thought it was called flip. The yeah, flip cam. That's a flip. Yeah, flip cam. Yeah, I, I, I
1: remember a, thinking that those were really superior at one time. Well, and they're they had really good sound quality from what I remember. This, yeah. one
0: it might have just been from where the could angle. just be
1: wear and tear over time or
0: just yeah. I mean, it's it an old ass machine. I've used it for a lot of stuff, so I mean, who knows? But, 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 but you know, much like the Basement Boys, Zach and I had a falling out at one point too. It was a very short falling out, but it yeah. happened. Yeah. Long time ago. Long probably. time ago. It was, a. Uh, uh, this has been enough time. I think there's been enough time for healing. Actually, it, was, it really wasn't that long of a time though, where we d- didn't talk a year. Maybe.
2: I don't know. I think there was a solid well, you year. You had moved
0: too. Yeah. There was a solid year where I don't think I talked to anybody, anyone from here. Yeah. But, uh, what happened was, is that, uh, my base got stolen from the house. That's oh, true. a lot okay. of my stuff got stolen though as well no i know lots of it did but but the reason and actually looking back on it it was a really funny comment but i remember i was a pissant you have to keep this in mind always keep it in mind um i said hey my bass got stolen from your house we've been talking about it for a while about what we we're gonna do and then um i'm like hey that bass you know It's still gone. very passive-aggressive, and you were like, well, it's not like you could play it. (laughs) I was like, burn! And I was like, fuck him, we're not friends anymore. (laughs) I don't even remember saying that.
2: But I was also... I was stung. I was also equally... I was all about zingers
0: back then. I
1: don't know about... Explain passive-aggressive to me. I don't understand what you mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, (laughs) But, but uh it into his credit though I could not play that bass, so it did not matter. you know what's crazy as
2: you get older though like how I remember being passive aggressive when I was younger too, but then like mm-hmm. now when I am like right in front of someone's face and I can see that they're being passive aggressive i i can't like I can't put up with it for even a second now
1: <laughs> yeah i don't uh I do it plenty right, mostly with my kids yeah. um it's how I raise them um but I think how we got <laughs> but yeah. but Yeah, the passive aggressive I it's like a trigger for me. Right. With I think, people.
0: Yeah, same here. And and I think I think it had only been so that happened and then I think it was I mean, honestly it was like within a year, I remember I saw you at Hayden's house. Yeah. For uh for a big uh party he was doing there. Oh yeah. There, a bit, there was a few of them. It was a Halloween one that is the one I saw you at. Yeah. And uh no, not there first it was josh childer's house first yes that, that that's where sense. it was and uh and he he was like oh zach's coming over and i was like oh well it's better time no better time than the present to uh bury the hatchet and then he came over and then we didn't even talk about it and then uh, i remember uh we just got really drunk and then and then from there it was fine
2: <laughs> well it's like yeah speaking of passive aggressive that's another thing it's like unresolved you know you just kind of move past yeah them. I feel like that's all the time with people. Like, I don't really ever remember talking about any issue, no, ever with anyone after after it occurred. It's just kind of like things keep moving.
0: Yeah. No, and I think I mean I think the thing is like it's just like with with uh, the songs in Peyton's AOL instant messenger. It's like it takes there's an amount of like growing you have to do to realize that you're a shit. Oh yeah. Which I've. I've constantly remind myself of of how much of a shit I
1: am. Well, yeah, because I think you go, th- you do it again in different ways. Yeah. Everybody does. I think. Yeah. Th- I'm, not, I'm speaking from my experience because I will oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll be like, I'm more mature now. I'm above that, but then I'll turn around and do the same thing yeah. over a different issue. Right. I think you just.
0: Um, but it's just like, I mean, like, did you ever get in a fight with anybody in like uh, middle school or, or grade school? Like, like in a physical fight with a friend.
2: Oh, I beat up my roommate like a month and a half ago. And that's the second time I beat him up. (laughs) But you guys are fine. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. But I like physically like took him to the ground and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done it multiple but times. But I mean,
0: but like. that's that kind of stuff ha- happens. And then you're just kind of, you're cool. I remember in junior high, I got in a fight with a guy I went to school with named Blake. Uh, we got in a fight in junior high. And then, um, I mean, within, I think the next day, uh, you know, it we just act like nothing happened. I remember in, in a grade school, I got in a fight with a guy named Zach, mm-hmm. different Zach, got a fight with a guy named zach and while we were sitting in the like in the waiting area of the principal's office we're fine going into the principal's office mm-hmm. so i mean guys do that kind of shit all the time right i think me and uh me and i did suspension with, with kids
1: i got in fights with and we ended up like in school suspension and we'd end up having to be around each other and we'd by the end of the day or by even like the second hour of the class or the of the school day yeah we were dicking around yeah i mean it digging uh white out out of the desk <laughs> drawer in the teacher's office and painting our nails and doing yeah, just stupid yeah. stuff
2: i think my first ever my first ever like elementary school like altercation well there's there's two but the one that i remember the most this guy and we got into a fight And it wasn't even between me and him. Like I was fighting with somebody else and he just came over and he was like, I am the alpha male of this playground. And he like grabbed me and like threw me to the ground. And I remember my ankle twisting and I just turned into like a giant pussy all of a sudden all at once. And I'm like, how my ankle? And I'm like sitting there like hurt. And he's just like, that's what you get. And then he realizes that I'm like hurt. (laughs) And he literally helps me up off the ground, like puts my arm over his shoulder and takes me into like the nurse. (laughs) And he's like, my, my buddy's hurt. And like, we've been friends like ever
0: since. That's awesome. I know. It it just happens. And then, like, the whole thing with like the bass, I mean, it didn't take me long before I was like, which is kind of my mentality I've carried since. So, actually, it a, uh, I'd say, well, like a growing moment where it's like, it really is just things, though. Right. Right. It reminded me of stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was an inexpensive bass guitar, anyways. It wasn't that great. And, and then like, ultimately, it was just like, it's just stuff. Right. You know, like stuff gets stolen. Plus, you know, I think later on it, I had found out how much crap you had had stolen from you as well from this mm-hmm. particular person. and
2: Yeah, it was a few thousand dollars worth of stuff for me. Yeah, So it was just like, okay, wow. well,
0: my base was a casualty of a much larger, shittier picture. So what are you going to do?
2: Yeah, but you bring up a good point. It's like, um, like me and you are still friends like 10 years later. So. Yeah. It is interesting that people hold these like grudges over very small things.
0: People do. I think you know, I hate to be the the sexist here, but I think I know a lot of women who hold way worse grudges for way longer. Uh, oh, my, yeah. my sister
1: can hold a grudge for, for decades. I've got a couple stories real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um they're they're good. They should be. Um <laughs> one's one's making fun of me and okay. the other one kind of speaks to what uh, okay. what you're talking about grudges. I got a guy grudge. Um, not one that I held, because I've actually... I've gotten over quite a couple things. Quite a couple. Quite a couple. Yeah. Quite, I, I, quite a few couple, I, I won't couple go, things. I won't go all the way to few. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump right to quite a couple. Um, no, when I was like in... I think I was sixth grade. Um, we talked with Mindy when she was on the show about doing like the children's theater that would come through town. Yeah. Well, they'd come through and they'd do the theater thing. And I remember doing that that year. And... uh you buy a t-shirt and so it was like a snow white and the seven dwarves or something but i wore it to school um and one of the kids that i was really close friends with uh we had this you know we always had this on again off again like combative friendship so we you know we'd get along but then he'd be a dick we'd get along he'd be a dick that was kind of Uh, the way it would go. Well, and then there was always like that third outside, that third kid Mm -hmm. that would gravitate towards the, yeah, the strength in the relationship, whatever that may be at that point. It was rarely me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, so I remember getting really pissed one day because he splashed mud on my brand new Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs shirt (laughs) and i remember starting to dole out a lecture (laughs) like way to go man you splashed you got mud all over my shirt now my mom's looking to be to wash and i was just bitching like a little bitch (laughs) and he told me so and then eventually it escalated to a fight Mm -hmm. and we were and there was punches being thrown until the third guy Came behind me and grabbed my arms, okay. So that my buddy could just keep Wallop. on walloping on me. And the last thing I remember from that fight was someone going, "Fight, fight!" and me turning, and going, "Shut <laughs> up!" And then I was, and then I woke, like I came to, walking down the hall to the principal's office, and just kind of seeing red. Um, that kind of scenario happened to me more than one time growing, (laughs) going through grade school. I was, uh, I was a glutton for punishment when it came to, um, getting into fights because I was very, and, um, I see it a lot with my son too. We'll, uh, we, we had that same kind of like righteous.
0: Yeah. Uh, I could see it.
1: Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. See,
0: my, mine so, was more. My, mine is more. I think the the stuff that, like the bitch moment with the base, the bitch moment with Peyton, Mine is more that I've always just been a really, really defensive person until the last, you know, you know, decade of my life. Basically, yeah. I would always just be really defensive about stuff. And it, it, maybe maybe that comes from maybe that comes from like teasing. You know, I've always been the fat kid. Maybe that comes from teasing. I don't know what mm-hmm. that comes from, really. No, I think but that's like part a, of it, though. Too, but it's like you get teased, you get really. Well, I was poor, yeah. So I, I remember I was just really defensive about stuff. So like the thing with the lyrics in the AOL. Well, thing. and I think
1: with you doing like comedy and stuff, that's kind of where you get into where you have an outlet. That's where well, for, I, I know and, for me, you get into like that. Area of self-deprecation, right, you make and that, light of it,
0: and, and and maybe maybe that's why. I,
1: and since I've been doing
0: comedy for the last almost decade, maybe that's why I'm less defensive now. It's because I'm easy. I'm. It's way easier for me to make fun of myself and see what, like, why, and you know, and when you do comedy, you you look at yourself under a microscope. Microscope. I mean, you're a bulk of your jokes for your first set were very self-deprecating. You're able to look at yourself through a different scope and really you almost psychoanalyze yourself oh for sure um and we and in on basement boys we we the first one we we made self-deprecating jokes all the time i think i mean it's probably started with that the whole podcast when we started that yeah i became less defensive over time because you just spend hours joking about yourself and you psychoanalyze yourself and it's like why am i like why am i such a bitch you just ask questions like that Oh, I think it's super healthy.
2: Like self insight, no matter what route it's through. Like I found, like the whole joke writing process. To me, I think that's why I stuck in that field because, to me, it was fun to stay there. You know, kind of stay in that realm. Of yeah, I'm just thinking about what's actually going on, and sometimes the jokes are about what
1: is actually going on. Like, yeah. you get to the root of it, and you're like, oh, that's funny. And it gets to fun to play in that sandbox too. Right.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. And you, you're able to pick it apart. Actually, I just thought too. I remember what sealed the deal for us really reconnecting is one night we were at Boomtown and I was with Katie at the time and it has been the first time we'd seen, I think you had just moved back. Right, right. Just moved back from Coeur Just moved back and we spent, we hadn't talked to each other very much. We'd reconnected through Josh's and then at Hayden's mm-hmm. a little bit and I think we'd texted here and there a little bit, but nothing big. But I remember I saw you at Boomtown and we spent <coughs> a couple hours Talking about the Marvel movies because right. we hadn't, uh, we hadn't. T- those movies had been happening. We hadn't been talking. Right. We talked
2: about like all of them, every one of them,
0: all of them, and then what comic books we were reading,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then, uh, and then the really big one is I remember the first day I saw you at LC, right? As a student, remember mm-hmm. uh, you were coming out of that science class, and I was going in there for psychology. I was oh, still yeah. going there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I remember being like, "Hey, what the." What the hell? You're here, you know? And I was like, "Yeah, you had just moved back from Eugene, right?" And it was like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm a student." And if you know, and then it was after then, you know, I see you around campus, and and now you're gonna be gone,
2: and then I'll be gone again. Where are you Um, going? I don't know. That's what's really weird. I have no idea. But he's graduating
0: though this year.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm also um, dating a, a traveler by occupation so we don't know where we're going
1: yeah huh? so it'll be interesting an adventure yeah. it is uh my other story real quick okay i'll jump to it i'll it'll it won't take long don't you, it's it fine might, it might not anyway so i went to i lived with a f- friend of mine and we were friends from like first year of college mm-hmm. and uh then at some point probably two he went off and did like um a short bout in like the, I don't know if he got discharged or I think he had like knee issues or something. Anyway, he got, he finished the military. His military bout was short lived. Mm -hmm. Um, so then he came back and moved back into town and, uh, he originally was from Deary and, uh, we're good friends. We were, uh, we ended up being roommates and we were kind of living together and his girlfriend moved in and, uh, that's when everything like kind of started going. to <laughs> take a turn. I've heard um, this story, but not this one, but I've heard something. This is a very this
0: familiar, familiar story I've heard from many people.
1: So I, we lived at the Turnberry Apartments, and they have a washer and dryer hookup, but they don't have, or at the time, they didn't have washer and dryer available. You had to purchase your own and okay. put them in. So I ended up buying a used washer and dryer from a, a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he, my friend threw in like 50 bucks. Right. And had planned on, uh, had planned on putting in more and we were going to meet like basically in the middle. Right. Well, then as the relationship started to sour and um, he basically was, one morning was like, you need to be out of the house by the end of the week. And I'm like, no problem. Right. <laughs> you got it. And, and I, I got it figured out, but um, it became a real problem when I came to. Get your washer Take and the dry. washer and dryer because they didn't want me to take those. I oh, said, yeah. Well, no, I go, I'll, I'll write you. And I wrote a check there, a adrenaline going, fi- so my hands were like. For just the 50 like, bucks? Yeah, trembling for to write the $50. I'll write you a check. Here you go. And uh, so I wrote him a check, but I brought a friend with me. Uh huh. A couple friends. Um, Lance Elliott was one of them. Do you know Lance Elliott? I don't think so. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they came with me because one of them had, a, I think Lance had his truck. Mm-hmm. So I had basically, because I knew that there was a lot of tension at this point. Right. And so we came and got the washer and dryer. He stood up there and yelled at me from the upstairs. Very the cool. thing, And his girlfriend was just the whole time just yapping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fitting. Well, I don't even know what they're barking at. I, I think my dogs should be outside. Uh-oh. Maybe she's yapping. Did you, uh, you didn't shut the gate when you came in, did you?
2: The gate. I did shut the gate. You did shut it. It was behind me. Yeah.
1: Oh, you closed it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, it should be closed. Okay.
1: Cool. <laughs> anyway, so the friend, um, uh, I move out basically. So then I don't yeah. see him for a while, but then I end up seeing him on campus, um, right? Waiting for Nicole, who was my girlfriend at the time. To Come out of class, this was like back in the first in her first for her first degree, mm-hmm. uh, back in like the early 2000s 2003 4. And uh, I think this might have been 2002 because I might have actually been back at school at that point for a little while. So I was sitting outside of the um, it was before the new edition had been finished on the college, oh, okay. with the new gym and everything, yeah. And uh, so I was sitting there, and he came out and he goes, Oh, hey, Ward, how you doing? and just really friendly. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, good. Hey, how's it going?" And then that was pretty much it was brief and that was it. Yeah. Saw him sometime again later. And I walked and we walked by and I'm like, "Hey, you just just keep on looking down." He said that? Yeah. And I kind of just turned around. I was like, "What?" I didn't bother to say anything. Then some more and then so it wasn't that I I would never see like I saw him those couple times and then I saw him a couple years later when I was managing Pizza Hut in Moscow and he came in and he was and one of my waitresses told me later that he's bad mouthing me to them, saying I was a piece of shit and da and just talking all sorts of shit. So then uh and he just I like he held on to this grudge. And I was already like I was like way, way past it. And I was just like trying to like a couple times been like um not like, can we figure that I was just, I, that was kind of my attitude, like, uh, and he long past broken up with the girl that was oh, the yeah. problem for reasons being the reasons that the problem was, she was the cause of the problem in the first place. Right, right, yeah. So it was almost kind of like a Yoko type of thing. Right, right, yeah. Where, and it wasn't like, but we he didn't still have, had the grudge. But he, but he hung on that
0: grudge it would have been like if yoko broke up our show and then i was still mad at you
1: yeah but even, you were never even that mad no, at no i was that was, the, I was living with her <laughs> But that's, so that i mean that's the key difference but i yeah. mean he held on because he comes in to P- and then i left pizza and i went in to i went to work at the clarkston subway right and he walks in one day and sees me working there. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? And I let the... Because I was the manager. Mm-hmm. So I let the crew, the the two people working, make his food. Because, oh, yeah. I think he said, I don't want him making my food. I'm like, okay. So I walked <laughs> around back. And I just did dishes in the back for a little while till he left. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I came up and l- looked busy while he was... Because he stayed in ate there with the, I think with his girlfriend. Cause he, I think yeah, I heard him talk. Yeah. I used to live with that guy. I kicked him out of my place. Yeah. I heard him say that or something. But, cause he was saying it loud enough to k- kind of. to, for you to hear. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, and I worked at subway for about eight months. Mm-hmm. The, the, o- the owner's subways cause he owned all three in Lewiston. Yeah, yeah. And so at one point I moved over to the Lewiston store. Uh huh. <laughs> And he, came and he in comes there. in, and he's and he's in the was he just store. like God damn it. And no, well, so then he orders food. And he sees me there, and you just this look of contempt on his face. He's just pissed. But he orders food. I don't help him because I, I I got the message last time, buddy. I won't <laughs> yeah. make a fucking sandwich. All right. <laughs> um, message received. So then, before I finally left subway my my eight month period of time uh uh-huh. um i was in a battle with my my manager right and so her last um kind of power play was moving me to the orchards subway location okay because it was just a shit location for business purposes. like yeah n- you know say goodbye to any bonus potential right uh <laughs> So I moved to that location, and I'm there, and maybe not a week had gone by since the time he'd seen me in the downtown location. He comes in, and he's just like, ah, fuck. (laughs) He walks out the door. (laughs) And well, first he walks in, I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? (laughs) Because I went way out of my way to be incredibly... Polite. Oh, yeah. The whole ti- Kill every him time. with kindness. And so then I hadn't seen him since. Mm-hmm. Then at one point, I was like, you know, some more time has passed. And this is when it was probably about the time Basement Boys was starting to kind of yeah come to its conclusion, uh-huh. the original incarnation. Mm-hmm. But I found him on Facebook. So I was like you know what I'm going to do? Cause I was really, I was like Mr. Hunt interviews guy at the point uh-huh. at that point in time. Cause I, we'd interviewed the three comedians right, and I'm right, like, right. you know, this is, the, this is the next thing I'm going to see if he wants to, to bury the hatchet and kind of, and I sent him this long, long email mm-hmm. or message on Facebook. I and, um, and so this is where he ultimately wins because I was just kind of like, um, <laughs> I I didn't say, like, I just was like, um, basically, I never admitted to doing any wrong, but I was like, you know, a lot of times passed. I think we should just kind of let things go. Um, Thought we were pretty good friends before the falling out. Right. And I was just basically kind of like saying all this and his response and and I said, "Um, you don't have to but I would, I think I do a podcast now. I'd like to know if you, maybe you want to come on and we could talk about that mm-hmm. and what happened and kind of, and, and talk through that. And then, and so also I'm thinking this is very brave of me because this, this guy's also kind of like a big dude too. And he's right. kind of, and he was like kind of working out all the time and really, yeah. um, which school kinesiology. So he's kind of a little muscle head, uh, Type 2. But anyway, so he, I send all this stuff over to him. And I also say, and if, you know, if the podcast isn't something you want to do, I would even love to just get together and, and visit and see Yeah. if, you know, we can try to put this behind us. Mm-hmm. And his response was simply, no thanks. Wow. <laughs> I have not, in that now almost eight years nine years has almost gone by that's been the last communication but yeah that was wow that, that crazy? was it yeah yeah
2: quite a tale you were saying something earlier about um women being really catty and guys are just as bad like oh, no, no matter what sure. we say, that's like, that's an that's, example right there. that's a stab in the heart right there like not to the back that's right yeah in, right to you
0: yeah. And he twisted it. No, guys could be catty. I, no, I totally agree. I just meant the grudges. I, I We just do them differently. That's well, the no, only I, difference. It's totally true. Uh, I went into Rite Aid, and uh, before I quit working there, I had a huge – I'd become – over the course of working there, I worked there for almost five years. I'd become very close to my old manager there, and we had a huge falling out over some stuff I'll never get into over a show. Huge falling out. We were not friends anymore at all. And uh, I just went in there the other day, and he's he went to the Moscow store for the amount of time I haven't been there. I've been at the college for three years. Saw him in there the other day. Uh, like, went in there, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here now. I'm back at the store. And then we sat, we stood in there and talked for, like, an hour, and I had him order uh, these flower boxes for me, and I went in on the next day and picked them up. And we stood in there and talked for, like, another – hour and a half and it was just like like everything was fine. It was just we do it differently. Everything yeah. was everything was fine and and you know. Well,
1: and that's kind of where when I sent that message, yeah. I was like you know, maybe like I've gotten over this. Yeah, right. you were yeah. at that point where you could be like fine. And and yeah. it had taken me like much less time and I know how capable I am of holding grudges. Mm-hmm. Right. And being that small. So I was like, if I can do it, this guy has probably, and based on like the personality I knew him yeah. to have, I was like, he's probably gotten past this. He's not with that girl anymore, but no, he held on. Hold on. So hard. So,
2: I get real like fiery, I guess, but it's very short lived. It's like a week later. Like, see, like, the thing is, like, with Derek and me, like, he could have probably talked to me a week later and I probably would have tried to be nice to him. Same with anybody else. Um, for the first couple days, it's like, just stay away from Zach because he'll probably say something that's not only is it rude, but it's also like not well thought out. It's not smart. It's just going to be said to be rude. And I, I catch myself doing that all
0: the time still. Well, Um, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is that I, I, um, if, if the same thing were to happen now, I probably w- – the person I am now probably would have talked to you right afterwards because right. it wasn't – because it's not something I get I – my feelings don't get hurt. I'm, well, for one thing, I'm way less defensive. Most, if people call me out on something, it's usually like it's probably true.
2: I agree 100% of the time and it was always probably true though. <laughs> it's just now you're No, like, it's
0: always been true. Right. It's just now I'm like, yeah, y- no, yeah. <laughs> okay, y- you're right and it's something I got to reevaluate um for instance uh you know i uh that with that that scenario um i i had like i i was pissy at that time and defensive but but then as you grow and get older too you also find like there's way more serious things that happen that make you think back on other stuff and you're like well that was fucking that was stupid
2: one it was even actually it doesn't even make sense for me to throw that out there now because i agree um So now, I mean, I might still, half the time I get equally as mad as I did before, and the other half the time I just don't care at all. But, like, the half the time that I do get as mad as I used to when I was younger or defensive as I did when I was younger, I realize that that's exactly what I'm doing. Like, that's how my mind's working. I'm like, oh, I'm in this place where I'm going to do or say something really stupid, and we're going to hate each other for a while if I do or if they do. And then you're like, this is probably my fault yeah this is this is probably something that I did wrong and yeah. i'm definitely it's maybe not all the way at at a fault here but like i'm in somewhat
1: of a fault that was kind of how my letter was put, it was like, I wasn't taking full ownership, but right. I mean, I definitely had my, I played my hand because I mean, when I went to pick up the washer and dryer, it was a power play on my part. Cause yeah. I'm like, I paid for most of this bitch.
0: Yeah. And it's like, and, 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 and I think, I think maybe as you get older too, you kind of get your cut, a, a cut your losses
1: mentality too. Yeah. I right. would have at, uh, another age yeah. two years later, I'd have walked away from the washer yeah. and dryer Jesus, and just I, been like. When
0: I got divorced... Yeah, hey,
1: sorry things didn't work out uh, between us with this, but, you know, because, I mean, that was ultimately the thing. I think because even as I was getting ready to move out, we were already kind of, it seemed like we were mending fences a little bit as far as the friendship piece of it went, but then the washer-dryer thing is what I think sent him over the edge.
0: Well, yeah, and, like, even, like, so, like, uh, the base thing, well, I mean, between now and the base thing, I, uh, I mean, I got divorced, I right. lost way more in a divorce than I did with that fucking bass. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I remember when I when I moved out from uh from where myself and my ex wife lived. Uh, you know, it, it, that was like my first uh cut your loss moment where it was like, well, how, I still have all your DVDs here. When are you gonna come get them? And I was just like, fucking keep them, like, yeah. keep it all. I do not care. Like I don't care. Keep I co them.
1: I co signed on a car stereo for an ex girlfriend's brother. Um, who and then he ditched out on the payments and uh had the car and the stereo repossessed mm-hmm. but I was still stuck with the bill if I wanted my credit score not to take a big shit right. so I ended up paying for a like $1500 stereo system yeah that I could that I never got to enjoy
0: no and it it just becomes a life lesson
1: yeah it Cut was just one losses. of those things where it's like well at least my credit's saved
0: right and, and you know and then you also learn
1: like wow maybe I won't do that again Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I I think there's things I get mad about now. It's just more I, I'm way more quickly to try to re- evaluate why I'm pissed off.
2: Yeah, it's crazy that you can still feel that like tension inside of you. Like
0: you know what I mean? Like, you're oh, like yeah. oh
2: man, this is something that was that's gonna make me angry. And then like 15 minutes later, you're
0: like that that was a thing 15 minutes ago. Yeah, and you're like yeah, I'm fine. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No. I. I think. I think that's what. I, it's all part of. That's what this whole show really is about. Is just growing up. Like, even between now and when we had Basement Boys, just the vastly different people that that we were. I mean, we've talked about. Um. Uh, I remember at the, when we did comedy this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff was there. Right. And um, you know Jeff. Jeff fucking hated me for the longest time and now jeff and i are absolutely fine but i made i made the joke there because i don't for my comedy i don't go by Derek yawn anymore um i i've that that persona of of Derek yawn uh that i used for basement boys that i used for comedy that i used for other stuff is kind of gone and it's because uh yeah I i
1: was a douchebag you grew out of it
0: yeah, it's as a douchebag persona, and I and I found that I wasn't just putting on a show for the show, and I wasn't putting on a show for shows. I f- I found that I was putting on a show for my life. I was putting up this facade. And we remember, I remember we, uh, at the comedy show, I said, you know, I, I said I because I, I went by my real name for that show, and uh, and I was like, I can't remember how that came up, but I was like, well, I wasn't a big fan of Derek Young, and I was like. Jeff, you weren't a big fan of Derek Yon. and he's like, "No, no, I wasn't. I don't even remember that." Which Jeff, was- uh, you haven't met him, he's, oh. uh, but he's he's somebody who I was close with when he was young, and I would take him to shows and stuff. And then I was just a douche, and uh, he just he didn't like me uh, for the longest time. And he he has every right, Jeff. When you listen to the show, you had every right to fucking hate me. I'm glad I'm glad we're not at that point because. He he hated my guts, and it's fine because, uh, uh, boy, I wasn't a big fan either. I wasn't a big fan. You know that's why that's why it existed. You you build these stupid walls, and you build these you build the you build a wall. <laughs> it's the biggest wall I've ever seen. But then you you realize it's all it's all the whole Derek Yan facade was all part of that. That just the fact that I was super defensive and super sensitive about stuff. And so, so what? Well, it was so it ra- was
1: you trying to to separate the the Derek you wanted to be from the Derek that you were being right in your daily. So you're like, okay, I'm serious, Derek, working this job. But then when I want to do the podcast and yeah. do comedy, I need to turn on right and- this. Andy Kaufman character. And, if and,
0: and for that if for that matter, if I would have only done that while doing the podcast and doing comedy, I'd say fine. Create a persona. People do it. Literally right, the cable right. guy is not the real guy. You know, that's a facade. Andrew Andrew Dice Clay, that's not his real person. Right. It's a facade. And that's fine, except for I was doing that in my personal life. So yeah. I was starting to get that, that mentality. And I think the only reason why I can even look back on it now is because I went to College and took writing classes and that 's like the first like when you first when no n- there's no better therapy than writing classes except for polytherapy <laughs> that's yeah. probably better therapy is actual therapy but but you start and you know, I would start writing about like what I was doing at that time and and I came to the conclusion it's like i I was striking before I could get struck yeah so i 'd be a dick to people and be mean to people and Nay, I say a bully to people before I could get my feelings
1: hurt. You know, I did that a lot from uh, probably about. It wasn't. It was a short period of time. I, I won't say that I didn't do it after I met Nicole, mm-hmm. but I did it less. Right. But I did because um, I had a girlfriend before that ended up. That relationship went really sour. So then after that, right. Um, my defense mechanism was very. Oh yeah, uh, very much like you said, the strike before you get struck kind of well, mentality. And I, and it was almost like I was just I was too cool. I was like I'm, um, you're lucky that I'm that I arrived at this party, right? Well, no, and that was kind of my mentality. I
0: can identify with that, and I think yeah. part of it is from the writing process when I was writing. I started off with me analyzing why I couldn't make a relationship last. That's how it started. The whole thing was like, why can't I keep a girlfriend? I can get a girlfriend because, because that little thing can be charming at first. <laughs> <laughs> that little thing could be kind of fun, right? Right. You start dating somebody and you poke at little, little spots in their foundation and that can be kind of charming at first because, because it's under the, what facade is it? Well, I'm kind of funny. He's just being funny. But then, what happens after a year in a relationship? It's not funny anymore. Yeah, it's not fucking funny anymore. After a while, it's bullying and it's mean. And it's mean spirited, and and you start well, to Well, and depending lose- on
1: how that relationship goes, it's you get chipped away at too exactly. during that period yeah. of time, and so oh, yeah. so the the facade becomes less and less a facade and It more becomes and, more real. Yeah,
0: and. Boy, I, I mean, it, th- that's one of the many things. I mean, I wish I could take back a lot of the stuff I've said to a lot of people. I wish I could take back how I was to to Jeff to make him hate me at that for that very long time.
1: Well, it's what what happens is I think people like you'll have someone like that will start to dislike that part of you, right? And so you latch on to it. You're right. like, no, that's me, bitch.
0: And I still, and that's I, kind of that.
1: That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. You start to own it, and so then you take it to...
0: There's sometimes so I mean I don't know if you can identify with this, but there's sometimes where if I tease somebody, and I notice that it does hurt their feeling, this is the bully in me. And I notice it starts to hurt their feelings a little bit, or they start to get a little riled up over it. There's a small part of me that wants to keep going.
2: Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, I, that, that's funny. That's how me and Jeff's actually friendship started. Same well, person. Because you
1: also <laughs> want to find those additional jokes then yeah. like you, you're motivated and yeah, are like oh
2: for me it was always what benefited the group more so like in my early 20s maybe even like a little before that i used to have like this like i entered college the first time because this is my second stint through the whole college thing i did i like, could not stop partying at all the first time it was like
1: oh i'll go had, back a fourth time eventually I, I
2: had these um i would throw i would throw house parties that would have over 100 people on a wednesday at them and that was here in town nope. and uh and eventually, I started catering to people. I started catering to the people who would show up <laughs> instead of my friends. I would literally cater yeah. to who's at the party, and then like it's like this character that you're talking about. It's like I developed yeah. this character that was entertaining to people, and I actually started dating women who came to these parties, like two of my mo- most long term relationships met me at one of my house parties, and mm-hmm. I think eventually they had to realize one they either thought. Man, this guy never turns this off. Or two, they'd see me when I'd turn that off and be like, "I don't even like. I don't even know this guy. Right. Like, I don't know the guy who's not trying to keep everyone entertained." Right. Or it's either that, or why do you have to keep everyone entertained all the time? Like, why is this your job to keep everyone entertained? I live with um, one of my best friends right now. Uh, I live with the, I live with the guy, and um, he hated me the, during these time this time period. The entire time period, my, his other friends would talk him into come over coming over to my house. He'd show up. And he'd be like, that guy's a dickhead. (laughs) And he didn't like me at all. I think, like... And then one of my other friends said to me one day, I think I was, like, 24, 25. He goes, like it's like you're playing a character this isn't who you are like and i'm like you don't know that and it's like you said i got defensive i'm like that is me right you don't know me if you think that i was a dick back then and i'm nice now you're wrong that's what he said to me you've gotten so much nicer than your early 20s is what he said to me (laughs) i'm like i'm the same person motherfucker right like (laughs) like that's how i was but you're right i wasn't that person it was like i got defensive over it because it's like a person that i created it was like it was like my baby that i created to entertain people
0: yeah and you and and you do it for the sake of entertainment I mean, I used to think, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I had this mentality of like, I'm being funny,
2: right? You might've, you might've pissed off Jeff, but you made everyone
0: else in the group laugh and you went with it, went with it because, because I wasn't going to change my, I wasn't going to change my, my thing to the end of one, you know, right. One person's pissed off, man, I'm fine with that, but now I don't, I don't really want to be a big hated person uh, I don't really care if I'm necessarily liked anymore, because at least now, if you choose to not like me, at least you're not liking the actual me. Well, so that's my big thing. Is I'd rather
2: people like kind of like me now than a bunch of people just think I'm funny or yeah. something like that. Like, yeah, I'd rather have like genuine, like three or four genuine friendships, and there's like 20 people that seem in there. That, like, that guy was hilarious when I ran into him at the bar. Or right. Still, people still say that. Well, I'm I think sure, but.
0: it's probably important to be able to turn it off and on. Though we go do our show every Wednesday. Right, and then there's been like what a handful of times where I've taken you home, right? And we've had very serious, real, genuine conversations. It's been like this for years. We've we know when to turn it on, and I mean, it seems like with like you and Adam and and, and friends like Ward, I I, I can have a f- serious conversation with outside of this. But yeah. even now, but that's why I like about the second reiteration of the show is that we've had this conversation here. And uh you know it wasn't all funny, it wasn't all just uh uh just to get laughs anymore, which is how the first reiteration was. How funny could we be
1: right? We actually sat here and uh it's what's been really enjoyable about these last um as this show progresses is we're getting a little more yeah into things
0: right and instead of instead of just being surface level like butt comedy, which yeah. is
1: still great,
2: well right. But yeah, we I mean, talked you, about any butts?
0: So. No butts. Or
1: campaigns? Or campaigns? Not
0: yet. <laughs> um, no, I think I think that's the big takeaway, though. Is and and I think the the biggest part of it is to to wrap it up nicely. I think, uh, which I never do, uh, but is to <laughs> is that I think your closest <laughs> friends are the ones who could have known you during a shitty stint in your life, which could have been which which could have spanned a decade, and then still knew who you were outside of it and then still main maintain that friendship.
2: Yeah. My buddy, yeah. my buddy who told me that like you're, you've become a dickhead and like, it's kind of a character. The person who told me that is one of my, still one of my closest friends. Right. He liked me beforehand, liked
0: me afterwards. Right. And, and now you don't have to use that character anymore.
2: Well, you know, it's funny you said that about turning it on and off after our show on Wednesdays. One thing I will say that's different now is when we do the show, I'm,
0: I'm not really like turning anything on. Oh, no, that's just like me I, hanging out talking. I don't, think, out. I don't think even one time... And that's what's been so nice about my second stint with doing podcasts in the radio show is that on this show, I've been... Since we've started it, I've been 100% genuine like who I am. Yeah. And which is a, can be funny, but just a human. And on our show... All we do is sit around and just talk about sports. Right. We took what we do when we saw each other at the bar and we turned it into a show. Only we don't swear. Yeah, we're not allowed to swear on college radio. It's but, but but I mean I I feel like we every every bit of genuine laughter we've come to on the show where you've made me crack or anything it's just been because we because you actually said something that was genuinely funny. We didn't have we, we weren't like doing Bob and Tom false laughter. Yeah, you know it was just like it was funny.
2: Yeah, and I, I didn't even have to mention, like, my penis or anything, which right. is
0: all that really works otherwise. Really, it usually is. I have one with the – I mean, you got me a uh, few those few weeks ago. God, we're at 40. That was episode 41 that went up today. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, in our during the football season, you said the, the, that Browns joke – uh, it was it was a really terrible game that was gonna be happening, and you're like, well, let's see. You're like, well, what, what's your prediction for the toilet bowl for this weekend? And it was just caught me off guard, and I just I've spent like you know the next minute just laughing from it. couldn't Couldn't recover on the show, <laughs> and it was just genuinely it was genuinely funny. It was fresh and organic. Right, right.
1: It's what we do. It's what we do.
0: You got that right, <laughs> <laughs> huh? You did, yeah. I didn't go Shaft this time. <laughs> hey, Zach, thank you for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. I didn't know what you, I didn't... I, w- I wasn't sure what your expectation was if you were going to come in and have it to be like balls-to-the-wall laughter.
2: Did I expect you guys to be that way or did you guys expect me to be that way? Which one are you talking
0: about? No, no, no. I just mean... Uh, I- I'm glad you wouldn't listen to the last episode or the one before that because if you were to listen to... Basically, if you would have listened to the first reiteration of Basement Boys, I'm sure you would have came in here and been like, "All right, I got to be able to bring my A game." But now it's like, this, this show is exactly what I wanted it to
1: be. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. Yep. Well, Good awesome. stuff. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for that.
0: Thanks for coming on the show. We'll have to get you on again. We want to start a rotation.
1: Yeah. There's, um, there hasn't been a guest so far that I don't want to have back. Good. So. Good.
0: Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to the show this week. Definitely. Make sure you do all that stuff we said at the beginning of the show, like following the show and oh yeah, do all
1: those do all those things that we got on the the website and the Facebook and the Twitter and uh, I'll repeat, I don't care all that stuff. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for coming out. The intro music for this episode is surf. Shimmy and the outro music is Surf Shimmy by Kevin McLeod or Kevin McLeod of uh, incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, uh, creativecommons.org. All right, bye. Surf Shimmy.